0: All right, start the podcast.
1: Married to who? Podcast,
2: podcast, podcast, podcast.
3: I have to change the thing. I can't <laughs> do it, <Come> on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Detent, did it, 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 well, well, near trying to do more of an
1: electric guitar at the end there you didn't want you nailed it, it buddy <laughs> don't tell yourself short
0: welcome to married to who a podcast where a couple of couples watch talk to for the very first time my name is jake with me are jill and alex sam and cody and producer terry this week we are here to talk about the magician's apprentice written by Moffat, directed by hedy mcdonald aired september 19th 2015 guys we are on series nine welcome
3: we're here
0: how, How many series are there? Twelve. We're getting there. Also, if uh, we count that one episode we did where we did a Game of Thrones draft, like a death draft, uh, this is our ninety-ninth episode. Oh, oh, we've been at, at it for get, a long time. <laughs> I forgot I a couple we weeks ago. We get to one
2: hundred. No, nope. I feel like that doesn't count because it wasn't really a marrieds episode.
0: But it was all of us, so I, I don't count of any of the brothers or the Not ones we still. do with Terry. Jill is not there? Oh, yeah, she doesn't watch Game of Thrones. Okay, nope, true. so this is our 98th episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Boo. Um, I forgot to mention, because we kind of blew past it, but July 31st was our like two-year anniversary when we recorded our first episode. That's wild. Yeah.
2: So old. <laughs> uh,
0: Cody. Yes. What do you think of this one? It was great. That's it. <laughs> Jill?
4: Yep. Fantastic. Sam. As
2: a season opener, I was really expecting it to be like maybe a little lighter or happier or what not. What fucking so show do you <laughs> watch?
3: <laughs> yeah, no, you got to go balls to the wall.
2: And Get those I was viewers. Thinking, trying to pay attention because on series... Openers, they usually have a lot of explanation, and I didn't really get that in this episode. I don't know. I wanted something happier. It was okay.
5: <laughs> Terry? I really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought the cold open uh, with the war going on was really fun, and we got to see Missy again, so I'm super excited.
1: Missy is always just great.
5: Alex,
3: I, I really enjoyed it, but I feel like I was getting it on a different level because of the brother, some of the brother stuff that we've been watching lately, like the old classic stuff
0: is, yeah, it was fun. So there's a lot of references in this one to Genesis of the Daleks, which is a fourth doctor story that Alex and I just watched and we just recorded an episode on which, uh, you know, I'll edit and put out someday. <laughs> Actually, how long ago did we do that? (laughs) I think it was like two weeks. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm actually kind of stoked that you guys were as as into it as you are. I thought, you know, I I really I changed my mind after last week. I wanted to do these episodes separately. This two parter. Um, Not so much because they're different stories like some other two parters but because the next episode just has a lot, and so it's kind of a lot to talk about, and I didn't want to do, like, a a two-and-a-half-hour podcast again. (laughs) So I thought, oh, we'll just (laughs) knock this one out. It could be short, whatever. Um, But yeah, sounds like you guys liked it, so tell me why.
1: The dude with the grill, Marks.
2: Get a shift done. What did you think of this episode?
0: Oh, thanks for asking. I, yeah, I fucking love it. It's, I mentioned last week, but these two this two-parter is my desert planet picks episode so like it has all the things i love it has got 12 it's got Clara. it's got daleks it's got davros it's got missy what the fuck else you want yeah
4: some joy pause yikes can you help what can you help try having a puppy in podcast better now i think
1: i mean we did have a baby in
4: podcast like, for a while. Do you remember the days we brought our baby to podcast
3: yeah but he wouldn't blindly crawl into a mess of cables and then cause issues
2: he would just randomly scream for half the podcast
3: that's all right people
0: understand
4: Oh, God. all right we're good now all right we're talking what we liked about it
0: <laughs> tell me st- well you can tell me stuff you didn't like just tell me stuff
4: i loved missy of course did we know she was coming back? I don't think we knew.
0: Jill was pretty surprised. Well, she yes. the last time we saw her, she was shot and killed by a Cyberman. Oh, yeah. So.
2: She's dead. I told you, the blue pew-pews didn't actually pew-pew her.
0: What
1: about now, though? That looked pretty real. That Well, it's... No. Because then Clara would be dead, which is not, also, not she, true.
4: Also she has the she compass thing.
2: Where would her little time lord will be? Who got that? Also... When, like, the whole planet blew up, didn't they figure out that they didn't all die because they didn't all hand out their little I'm-gonna-die pods?
0: What?
1: <laughs> no, uh, the uh, the, will, the last will and testament. Yeah, the
0: yeah. confession dolls are more like when you know you're gonna die, not when someone blows up your planet.
2: No, well, it's time lords, it's magic, they're given... A day, and then they hand it out like magic.
0: Well, at the time of the 50th anniversary special, Moffat hadn't created the confession dial yet, so <laughs> nobody had them.
4: She's definitely not dead dead, though, because she has the doctors, and obviously right. we're going to find out what's in it.
0: And Jill, you said she had her compass on. I believe you mean <laughs> the vortex manipulator, <laughs> but compass uh-huh. works. Same thing. Her explanation
1: of the vortex manipulator was also great.
4: But can also she be she, a companion? Yeah, she also what? alludes really early in the episode about regenerating. Uh, uh, spoilers, but my favorite line is her just comeback speech, and something about like you have to catch me before I regenerate. So she definitely just regenerated.
1: Oh yeah, that's a good point. I think mean, she says you got to shut me off quick, lest I regenerate or something like that. Eat, like. She's telling the snipers where to shoot her.
2: Exactly. Three to Spicy. each heart and two for the brainstem.
1: Dang. Nice. Verbatim. When she killed that guy that's just like walking around, she's like, oh yeah, wedding ring. Probably had a family. Saw some uh, like spit up stains on his suit. Kids too. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: bitch. No, I've not turned good. <laughs> Yeah, that was great. <laughs> Is
2: she evil or not evil? I'm so confused she, by her story. She just right blew line. that
0: dude up. She she's straight, straight up murdered not... two dudes for no yeah. reason.
2: But they she had families, too. Sometimes. I don't know.
1: No, she's a bad person.
2: She's like what's what's the thing? Chaotic neutral?
1: I I like the terminology drop. But she's chaotic evil as fuck.
5: Yeah, oh, okay. I do like that she froze all the planes on Earth in order to get everyone's attention. That was true.
0: Fun. Yeah, that yeah. was a fun start. There's definitely some like, oh, we need to make this a two parter. So we need a 30 minute runaround at the beginning that has nothing to do with the story. But it's a fun runaround. Yeah, true. there yeah, was true. also
1: like the dude with the grill marks that I mean, a lot of that stuff was unnecessary. But do you mean the, the colony is Sarf? Oh, that's a cool name. But yeah the dude with grill
0: marks the guy that was a bunch of snakes yep yeah i
4: couldn't figure him out either alex said he was just to call the doctor to davros yeah
3: yeah he he... wasn't he wasn't davros i
4: thought he was more important but okay
5: well if you want to think of him he's like a the right hand man of him type of thing i would imagine
4: so that whole thing's just a show essentially
0: well, yeah. the doctor does say at one point to Colony Sarf. I, I guess it's not Colony of Sarf; it's Colony Sarf. Uh, he does say, he said, "You want to know how?"
2: P- snakes. So, are snakes a colony? Um, because that'd be cool.
0: They are if they're a democracy. <laughs> it's also forming a <laughs> humanoid creature. But he does say to Colony Sarf, um, "How dangerous am I?" They sent you to come get me. So, like he's clearly a hired hand who's known like even the shadow proclamation knew who they were
2: oh a collective of snakes is known as a group no a pit nest or den
1: yeah pit sarf. what a name
5: (laughs) but
2: i regret googling that and seeing pictures of snakes now
1: ah it's healthy he spent a long time just like running around going, where's the doctor? And then like gr- gliding around on his, his uh, Segway. Literally,
0: the effect was done by the actor riding a hoverboard. Oh, nice.
1: What's a hoverboard?
0: Uh, a Segway without a handle. Oh, I didn't think they had those. You know, those little things yeah. that you see kids on? Two wheels, little Yeah, they little explode
2: they <laughs> start on fire
1: the kids <laughs> they <laughs> blow up the kids face when they fall off this uh, is one I, of those things that never cut on out here i thought it well it's they're all over
0: my out. neighborhood there's kids like, everywhere around them
1: well you never heard of winter tires come on
3: <laughs> oh boy um i i liked how in the beginning they kind of went to some of the older haunts of the Doctor, so we saw the Shadow Proclamation, but then what was that den with the Ood? Like, was that a place we should have recognized?
1: I think they just wanted to show us the Ood again.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I totally missed the Ood.
0: It might have been the place that the Doctor went to uh, where he's, like, at a bar and he, like, slaps down a Dalek eye stock to, like, Get some information from the, oh. the tesseract is that what it's called? T- Tesselecta, <laughs> or there we go, <laughs> tesseract. Same thing. Um, yeah, so he goes to a similar looking place to get some info, kind of just like a seedy dive of scum and villainy to steal a phrase.
2: I, yeah, I oh. thought it was
0: interesting to see
2: what was the planet with the girls in the red. Oh, the uh,
0: it's, it's Karn. called Karn, yeah, it's the sisterhood of Karn. Uh, we saw that lady in The Night of the Doctor, the 8th Doctor little mini-sode that released right before the 50th anniversary to show him uh, regenerating into the War Doctor.
2: I think, yep, okay. It's coming yeah. back to me.
0: Yeah, they, they created the War Doctor.
2: So is the Doctor following this colony Scarf, Snarf Scarf Scarnerf? Around or did he just happen to be on that planet or
0: uh, it might be a little of both, like you if you were to find out that someone's looking for him, then he'd be like, Well, where's somewhere he's definitely gonna go? I I know one place, I'll just go hang out there till he shows up and maybe I can get some info.
3: So when the in the beginning when the kid uh said his name, did you guys have like a dun 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 moment?
0: i was more kind of just like confused you brought up davros like two podcasts ago because alex did (laughs) an impression and you were so excited you're like oh i can't wait till davros comes back so alex can do his impression and i was just like oh it's so soon yeah (laughs) well this this is like
1: less davros more at least for now i feel like the next episode will probably have a lot more davros this is just like davros kid (laughs) and then a whole bunch of other stuff and then davros hooked
0: up to like an ekg not doing much so when when the little boy says davros my name's davros did you guys recognize it and have oh, a, yeah. have a feels yes, yes. <laughs> for sure cuz it is um it was the end of series 4 the last time we saw him so it's been a while
4: I thought he was a Dalek. I remember it was something Dalek related. I didn't remember exactly that he created the Daleks. So I was like, what? How does this boy become a Dalek? Alex is like, no, you're dumb.
0: I, I did not say that. And then, <laughs> Way to go, and Everything was good. Um, also in Genesis of the Daleks, which is a story about the beginning of the Daleks, um, and that's they show that clip of Tom Baker like holding the two wires together. I mean, like, would you go back in time and kill baby hitler or whatever he says um he's showing that because he's like hey doctor you've fucking tried doing this you here you were so many years ago being all on your high horse and then you came back and actually tried fucking doing this but anyway so (laughs) the whole reason i brought that up is in that story genesis the daleks it starts with the doctor and his companions being in the middle of this war on this planet where there's both like high tech laser guns and like muskets, because this war's been going on for so long, that technology starts to like fade away and you regress back to more primitive weapons. And so that's why in this one you have at the beginning laser guns and biplanes, or not biplanes, but like uh you know like fighter planes and people with bows and arrows. So it's a really cool little callback.
4: Were the hand grenades in? The Genesis?
0: No, that's that's purely a nightmare created by Stephen Moffat.
4: (laughs) So I thought, and I asked Alex already, I thought I was like, oh, the hands become Daleks, and he's like, No, it's a separate thing. But they all have an eye. So like, does he get some sort of idea from the hand hand mine with the eye? That's what I was hoping for, but apparently not, since it's not in the creation. Also, how old was Davros when he created the Daleks?
3: He looks about the same.
4: <laughs> like, like not a child, like the child that met the Doctor.
3: No, like I guess in in Genesis of Daleks, he looks like what he did
1: in this episode. Okay. Yeah. Did anybody else think Davros's eyes were a little bit more visible now? Like, like it seemed before, like, like they covered them. Well, they're still blacked
3: right.
0: out. Well, i think it's also like a much better makeup job and there's also like a lot more close-ups on the actor like it's not hold the camera back to see his entire body because he's just going to be fucking screaming the whole time it's like <laughs> way more subtle and the camera's right up in there so i'm sure there are changes oh yeah well
1: before it's like they put makeup like a screen over his eyes so he didn't have like you know visible eyes at all and this time he has like eyelids and
0: stuff hmm I guess I didn't notice that the uh, original actor to play Davros like couldn't see shit when he was doing it because he was completely covered up and just like his mouth was visible and so he would go to rehearsals with a paper bag over his head so that he could do the rehearsals like it would be when he actually had to do it
2: that would be so difficult
0: it's all for the art buddy does a great job I highly recommend Genesis of the Daleks the number one classic Doctor Who episode in the 50th anniversary poll so really tough sell
3: (laughs) I'm sold Uh, the whole scene of Doctor's party was probably my my highlight of the whole episode quit calling him
0: Doctor (laughs) he's the Doctor well whatever like, Are you
2: talking about
4: the axe yeah Hi.
3: him being him being just a rock star yes. and riding in a tank <laughs> and just being ridiculous
4: i loved the whole like medieval scene that yeah. was just amazing and i was All imagining these yeah i was imagining through that how fun it would have been like having not seen an episode for however many months is the break like this is the first one back like, maybe it's a little annoying because it's not super action packed but I, I thought there was a lot of fun with it and like getting back into the Doctor and Clara and okay, just those question. seeds to pull you in.
2: Who is he playing pretty woman for? Both uh, of
4: them. Both
3: of them, probably.
2: It's not pretty women. It's pretty <laughs> woman. Gotta pick one.
3: Also, did you know when he was shredding on the axe that it was a theme of of the of the Doctor Who theme? Oh, I version? didn't know that.
1: Yeah, he was doing the the four chugs, and it was sick. <laughs> that was the coolest thing I think I've seen in Doctor Who.
2: Does Capaldi actually play the guitar?
0: To Barry, a fun fact: yes, yes. he was playing the guitar the whole time. And, I
2: was and Will, really
0: any other time we see him play a guitar, so this That's this was amazing. a this is like you know you do a character long enough, they start writing it to have like your likes and dislikes and stuff and or your skills and yeah Capaldi was in a band for a long time he loves playing guitar um
2: it runs in the family
0: so i i have the talked distant, about distant family i
3: i yeah. have talked about how like when there's a new doctor it takes about a season for me to like get into it and um can't remember if i mentioned it in our last episode or not with the christmas episode but it felt like capaldi was really getting into his wheelhouse of like being the doctor and it just felt really good granted there were good episodes last season but like that one felt well as far as him acting as the doctor and then now coming into this season and seeing this so like the first time i saw it i was like oh shit, this is awesome because i like i was just in on that scene i like that made me want to like watch the rest of them it was it was so good did you but
4: say also it, it his felt pants well? and hair
0: That's my third note is the doctor's hair is looking great. Yes.
2: (laughs) I've seen some pictures like while I've been downloading photos and he gets some long hair.
0: What are you looking at pictures for?
2: Uh, (laughs) For Instagram.
0: This could be the final episode. He could have died in this one and now you know he eventually has longer hair. Yikes. It might not be from
2: Doctor Who
1: the image for the doctor who right now is him with glorious long locks
5: i really like uh that the invisible planet that they get brought to Mm. yeah scarrow
4: scarrow the discovery of that i thought was amazing it was so good and also terrifying it's like Missy's just killing Clara.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, Missy knows oh. where it
4: is and Clara's going to misstep and die.
0: <laughs> so that's that's one of my notes is when Colony Sarf comes and gets the doctor and he's just like, OK, you're right. I did bad. I must take my medicine. He's just going to leave Clara there. He says goodbye. They're in medieval wherever. <laughs> and it's not like <laughs> Missy's just going to take her home. And be like, well, it was fun. I guess, uh, you know, I'll call you or something. (laughs) She's like, Missy would have either just left or killed Clara.
4: It's really interesting to me how much we see the doctor and Clara living their separate lives. We haven't really seen that in a companion before, but the doctor's obviously been off without her for a while and she's been doing her thing.
3: And she is consulting with... uh shields or whatever they're called unit <laughs> unit
4: <laughs> we did kind
0: of just start to see it at the end of the pond's time but that was on purpose because they were getting older this is still and married right this is still early for clara and apart from her teaching uh she doesn't really have anything that we know of tying her to home she's not married or doesn't have because our boyfriend is dead. <laughs> right. In case you guys forgot. Thanks, Missy. Missy. Yeah. Hey, how's your boyfriend? Still dead. But I was going to say one of my favorite lines that you brought up, Jill. Maybe it was you, Jill. <laughs> when uh, The reveal of Scarrow when they're all in. They think they're in a ship and the doctor's being taken away. And he looks at Missy and goes, gravity. And she goes, I know. <laughs> like Just that little like, yeah, I'm just as fucking smart as you are, dude. Like, I, got, I know what's happening.
2: Well, I, I feel also like we wrote talked about would... the gravity before and like that copper taste or the whatever feeling. That seems familiar.
3: Well, that, there was there was an episode when the, kill doctor, the moon. Yeah, kill the moon. When the, when the doctor was doing kind of the same thing.
2: Yeah. I want to keep saying things but um I keep mixing up the first half of the next episode.
0: That's okay. I've done it before. Stop it.
2: I'm trying really hard. It's <laughs> difficult.
1: There I feel like there's probably a lot more that went on. This one was definitely a setup episode.
2: Yeah, for sure. Until,
1: you know, Clara died and Missy died and the doctor came back and said exterminate. Uh,
0: don't forget the TARDIS, it
5: also died. TARDIS exploded. <laughs>
1: TARDIS died, yep, that's right.
5: <laughs> Which, when the TARDIS explodes, would that not have destroyed all of that planet Creation,
1: well? <laughs> Right? I, I believe guess that's what we've
0: been told. I guess it depends yeah. how it explodes. Like, the Daleks dumped it into that lava pit in journey's end the last davros episode so maybe there's a way to destroy them that isn't the inside exploding yeah
3: because they they had a secret device that they shot it with right
0: <laughs> no
5: they all just shot it with their guns oh no, no that, there thing thing that big, came
3: down from the ceiling yeah there was like a big beam device
5: yeah that's what shot
0: the tardis oh i've never noticed that before
2: me either
3: Special technology. It's TARDIS destroying technology.
2: Maybe all of them firing at the TARDIS and the light coming through like the light bulb at the top.
0: Well, we're creeping (laughs) up on 30 minutes. You want to go to tweets? I could do some tweets. Tweet me, daddy. (laughs) Not a lot of tweets this week. Um, There was a lot of I'll have more to say after next episode, (laughs) but that kind (laughs) of makes sense. We do have some. Alex, did you do the song? In my heart. Would you like to do it in our hearts? Tweet tweet
1: tweet tweet tweet
3: tweet 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 tweet
0: tweet. Hey, if you want to tweet at us for any of our upcoming episodes about any of the stories we're going to do, you can do that at married to Who Pod on Twitter. Ode underscore Ollie at Ode underscore Ollie says series nine as a whole except uh, perhaps two episodes, is always at least good, if not amazing. Even if it's not my favorite arc overall. Um, I'll be intrigued if any of the Marrieds can guess which of the stories are my favorites, which I think Cody might have even brought up trying to guess last week. He said, all I'm oh, going to well, say is that there's three stories that are tied for his favorite. I am I think I can guess two of them.
3: Isn't there only like five stories in this season?
0: Yeah. Okay, I think I can guess three of them. (laughs) Easy. (laughs) Ode underscore Oli goes on. Young Davros is wonderful, giving us a look at the innocence of him before the war changed him. And the battlefield scenes at both the start and the end are genuinely tense, with the hands being downright terrifying. Colony Sarf is incredibly creepy, if a little one-sided, though, being a language geek, I do love the maybe fun fact that sarf is just welsh for serpent making it a very basic name so there you go 12 and clara's relationship in this is wonderful showing a lot more warmth and heart than in the last series especially when he sees her in the crowd with the i always see you or i think he says when do i not see you um, I love how Missy and 12's relationship is presented in this as older and deeper than human understanding, even with Missy still having her cruelty and having not turned good. Oh really God. love how she says that, too. Um, I'll leave my thoughts on Darius and the Doctor until next week um, as far as favorite as well as favorite lines. But can't not love the instant comedy value of Missy looking for the smallest anachronisms cue the doctor's electric guitar solo while riding a tank.
2: I had to Google anachronisms and it's a wonderful term. I love it.
0: Oh, I expl- meant to Google it, but I don't know how to it's
1: spell that.
2: A timepiece that is out of that period of time. So a guitar in the medieval times.
0: Oh, that whole scene was kind of weird. So that's how they're trying to find the doctor immediately like they're looking for like historical reports of anachronisms during crisis points in history like oh he's got to be in one of these times where there was something from the future when there shouldn't have been right brilliant
2: real stories of anachronisms and i want to
4: like is this on the history channel i would watch that that's (laughs) cool i'm sure (laughs) for some reason that brought up the point that i was thinking the whole time I was watching this that it felt like Clara was more like Missy's companion this episode, which was really fun. Like they work well together. And right when uh, Clara saw Missy, I was like, oh, she loves Missy because she just has that look like they're just similar in their sassiness and whatever. And Alex Alex is like, who doesn't love Missy? And I'm like, yeah, you're right.
0: She does love Jane Austen. We know that she's a surprisingly good kisser. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I was going to bring it up before we got to the end that these two titles, The Magician's Apprentice and then next week is The Witch's Familiar, is what you're saying. Clara being the doctor's companion is The Magician's Apprentice, but her being Missy's companion for The Witch's Familiar.
2: Hmm. Curious. Well, really i like
4: cool. it i like She's the a... word
3: i like the word play in here yeah, the yeah, the, yeah. The, sarf, the sarf reveal was super <laughs> cool and now like the titles not now it's all coming together
0: but also odali brings up something that i meant to bring up which is the doctor's relationship with clara or at least the way he's behaving towards clara um i don't love the when do i not see you line right after playing pretty woman like it kind of gives that yeah. podcast the impossible girls their whole steez but i like the doctor is different which was the point of last season was him trying to come to terms with his new regeneration cycle and kind of what kind of person he is and at the end he realizes like oh fuck i'm the doctor i can just be the doctor now and he is lighter in this one than we saw him like he's not losing his Peter Capaldi Scottish harshness that is there, but he is maybe a little bit more of a twinkle than was there before.
3: And I would maybe reflect that with just his outfit when we see him in that scene, because he has like a, like a, I don't even know what you call it. It's, it's like a t-shirt, but when the neck is like not freshly washed, well, it's, like all, it's all
0: stretched out the necks all frayed and yeah, yeah. he's got a t-shirt and then a hoodie. And then his knee-length suit coat. Yeah, and, and
3: it's just like it's like the coat is kind of like what we've seen last season, but then like the rest of it is more just kind of like rock and yeah. <laughs> chill yeah, and awesome. Not the,
0: it's not the fancy coat with the red lining. It's the uh, it's yeah. different one. uh Chris at this emo trash says probably my favorite series opener yet. Then he says season eleven beats it. But we'll get to that when we get to it. Mm. (laughs) I I really love the season 11 opener as well. Uh, Bringing back Missy and basically using the excuse, I'm the master, deal with it to explain why she isn't dead is great. And I love how she isn't actually the villain, which means she's able to show another side of her character and how she does care for the doctor. Uh, The scenes in medieval Essex are hilarious. Coming from Essex myself. This is Chris, not me. Uh, (laughs) It's great to have scenes set there. (laughs) And I love the Doctor's puns about the axe fight, the tank, etc. Also, it's cool to see them bring back the Shadow Proclamation, as the last time we saw them was also the last time we saw Davros. Speaking of Davros, I'll have more to say about him next week, but this is definitely my favorite Davros story. An old man who basically just wants to see his greatest enemy one last time before he dies. Nice. Uh, It's actually kind of a lot to say this is his favorite Davros story, because after Genesis of the Daleks, when they introduced Davros... Every classic uh, Dalek story from then on has Davros in it. So he is ubiquitous. Wow. It's, it's for somebody who's coming into Doctor Who in like the
1: new series here. Davros is such a small component of like every Dalek right. story.
0: But both times they've done it, they do it really well. and Which is something they kind of screwed up in classic. Is just like they just had a mandate. Oh, Davros has to always be in it without thinking like well why don't we just make a good story and if it's better because he's the focal point of it then great but someone in the brass was like oh it's actually nice when davros can speak instead of just having two daleks talk at each other for 10 minutes it's like the most boring thing (laughs) in the world which i totally understand because i hate those episodes i still i
2: don't remember what episode that was but the dalek was outside And it just lit up, but you know what it said without even hearing (laughs) what?
0: That was bad wolf. Oh, good. Chris goes on to say, The reveal that they're actually on Scarrow is brilliant, showing that even Missy gets scared. There's a lot more I want to say, which I'll save for next week as it all comes together. But my favorite line is, I spent all day yesterday in a bow tie, the day before that in a long scarf. It's my party. All of me is invited. Great episode. Love the cliffhanger with the doctor shouting "exterminate" And having to wait to watch the next episode is going to be incredibly hard.
4: That's a commitment. Uh, <laughs>
0: that's
4: good in this binge watching society. Right?
0: And that's kind of what we were hoping when we started this is that people would watch it along with us. Uh, we did get a tweet from Mrs. McCrimmon at Mrs. J. McCrimmon. Which you're not allowed to look at because it's from next week's episode. (laughs) Ah, (laughs) shoot! It's it's essentially
4: right. Let's do a reverse Mrs. J song for that.
0: (laughs) But she she posts a gif and she's like, "Oh, I love this part." And then she goes, "Oh, is that from the next week's episode? If so, uh, I would draw my comment." (laughs) 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 Uh, Janelle Hobbs at J Christina H says, "A great series opener. However." I would have liked Missy and Clara's search for the Doctor to have lasted a while longer and required a bit more time hopping. I love how even when left in one place for so long, the Doctor still manages to find a companion in Bors who turned out to be a Dalek spy the whole time. Yikes. Oh, is that it? That's it. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> yeah, do kind of, I agree.
3: I, I kind of agree with that uh, more Clara and Missy. Like, I think if you cut out... Uh, What was it? Sarf's uh, search and just give it to those two. So instead, instead with the algorithm, it locating just one point and they go there and he's there, like maybe have like three and then they go to a place and then they get into some hijinks and it's like Mm -hmm. Clara cracking the whip at the master. Oh, that would have been great. That's
0: that's the upsetting thing about Janelle's tweets usually is that. She's like, oh, it would have been better if they did this. So then you're like, well, fuck you. Now I just want to watch your show. So <laughs> yeah, right. way to ruin it. Hey, Janelle, go make a show and tell us to go watch that. And we will.
3: Yeah, we will. For sure.
2: <laughs> did everyone realize immediately when You So Fine came up on the computer that it was Missy?
4: On the second line yep. I did. Wait.
2: The, the second You So Fine popped up, I was like, oh, there's Missy. <laughs> I'm
0: trying to remember... I think just because of news and such, I already knew Missy was going to be in the story when I when it aired live. Yeah, there were there were a
3: lot of moments where it was just like, oh, here's the thing. Oh shit! It was
4: a really good intro to yeah. Missy, though. It was really good.
3: And then the doctor also played Mickey on the guitar.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's right.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> God, it was so good. Can't, I'm such an idiot. I. I heard that song and I was like, "What is that song? I know that I know it."
2: <laughs> I also love the part where Missy's offended that Davros is the Doctor's main enemy, and she oh. goes, "I'll oh, scratch his eye out." <laughs> so good. Fun it's yeah,
0: it Fun facts. Fun factsy song. Fun, fun facts.
3: Fun, 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 fun facts.
0: Uh, this is the first story to be set on Scarrow since Destiny of the Daleks in 1979. Ooh. We did briefly step on Scarrow in Asylum of the Daleks with Matt Smith, but the story wasn't set there.
2: Is this just like how Scarrow works, or was that just his house that made everything invisible? That was new. Can I have a house that makes the outside of my house look like anything I want it to? I want that. No. Thanks.
0: <laughs> well, the doctor <laughs> has a house where the outside looks like whatever he wants to. It just, he always wants it to look like a police box.
2: <laughs> no, like the, I mean, like when you look through the windows, it looks like space.
0: Oh yeah, we can, do, we can do that. And
2: see the yeah, I want that.
0: It just won't ever actually show the outside because it's all going to be... LED screens.
2: <laughs> That's impressive.
0: uh The part where Michelle yeah. Gomez tickled the Daleks' balls was improvised.
2: Oh. <laughs> awesome to me. That it's was so funny. so
3: funny. Oh my goodness.
0: Well, and because she, she's saying like a dog's unmentionables or whatever, like she's referencing testicles <laughs> and she just tickles one of the balls.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Moffitt just like, creamed
0: (laughs) (laughs) this story has the original silver and blue daleks from the daleks the very first dalek story in 1963 it also has the second silver and blue model they used through the rest of the 60s the emperor dalek's personal guard from the evil of the daleks the gray and black model used through the 70s and 80s The Special Weapons Dalek from Remembrance of the Daleks. The Dalek Sec model is in there somewhere. Uh, The Supreme Dalek from Journey's End. And the Bronze Dalek that we've had through the new series.
3: Jill liked it. She said, oh, they're pretty.
4: (laughs) (laughs) They were really pretty.
0: And most of those they have. But the Special Weapons Dalek, I think they had to remake. Because it never um like it's dome lit up and that never happened so it never talked before and in this one it's chanting along with all the other ones like exterminate or whatever the fuck i mean what else do they say (laughs) or whatever the fuck
1: extreme extermination
2: maximum
0: maximum
2: extermination (laughs) yes
0: we'll kill it so hard (laughs) you're gonna die to death uh julian bleach is back as davros uh Last time he played him was in Journey's End, the end of season four. He's also been in Sarah Jane Adventures as the Nightmare Man and in Torchwood as Ghostmaker. He's just a creepy dude. Yeah, he gets some good character titles. Um, he's also a ballet instructor in Avengers Age of Ultron. Nice. Well for, all the,
3: for all the ballet scenes in that episode.
0: <laughs> that episode of Avengers Age of or, Ultron. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> Uh, Jay Griffiths is Jack, the new unit member who's like Kate Stewart's new right-hand person. Um, she's been in three Doctor Who audio dramas as various characters. I just, I just wanted to bring her up because it's sad that uh, What's Her Nuts died in the last one.
3: Oh, didn't they get sucked out of the airplane or
5: something? No, she got vaporized.
0: Yeah, Missy shot her.
4: I'm interrupting oh, real quick. Oh,
3: that one, yeah.
4: They did say destroy to the TARDIS. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you can't
3: exterminate inanimate objects. Yeah,
4: right? I couldn't remember why they said destroy instead of exterminate, but that's why it wasn't maximum.
2: Destroyer. Right. Well,
0: because they weren't killing a person. Yeah. Um. Aaron Neal was Mr. Dunlap. He's also Varun Singh in class. One of the main characters' dads. So he's in like every episode, and has been in a ton of big Finnish audio dramas. Uh for Doctor Who and a bunch of the spin-offs. He's also a resistance officer in Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker.
2: So can we watch class now or is that at the end of this season?
0: Um, At the end of this one. Okay. You had John Barrowman himself tell you to watch Torchwood and you have not watched a <laughs> single fucking second of it.
2: <laughs> yeah, but class is like one season, you said.
0: Yeah, but Torchwood's like only one good season.
3: What? No, no, <laughs> no! It's it's all good.
0: It's, well, the end is whatever. I don't know. I hear nothing this from these.
2: Want to watch it so much?
0: <laughs> I hear nothing from these two other than we don't have time to watch anything. We have a baby. But then when we're talking, just like while we're hanging out, it's like, oh, did you hear about this show? Oh yeah, we watched that. Did you guys watch this show? Oh no, I haven't. Had, it's you guys watch fucking everything. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I have two hours a night of silence. I'm going to sit my butt in front of the TV
0: <laughs> and watch Torchwood. Uh, Claire, we need, we need to figure out something with uh, with Torchwood. We should do that. Well, quit saying we should and just fucking do it. You've been saying it for years. Yeah, but should we do
3: the same format or should we figure some other format out?
0: If you want to do a video reaction, I'll record it. <laughs> oh wow! I mean, yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll edit it.
2: He'll just be outside your window recording. Right. <laughs> it's
0: just it's what just you me sh-
4: so far. It's just
0: me recording your house for 40 minutes. Claire Higgins reprises her role as Ohilla that she played in The Night of the Doctor. She's the lady on Karn. She's also Mrs. Gilmore in Alex's beloved ready player one. Uh, she's probably best known as the lead female character in the first two Hellraiser movies pause mrs gilmore
5: oh in the stacks she's the one who talks to him and i got the oh. end- yeah that's her
0: okay <laughs> in my notes i wrote that she's in the first two hellraiser games and i'm a nerd there's I games that is. no that's just what i wrote oh it's like the hellraiser films yeah she's she's the main character in the first two hellraiser movies oh wow so that's that's like her claim to fame Oh, is that a UK-based film? Wow, okay. Uh, Kelly Hunter reprised her role as the shadow architect from Stolen Earth. So that's kind of cool. She she doesn't have a ton of credits on IMDb, so it's kind of nice that she just got brought back for this role she did one time four seasons ago. Somebody's looking out for her. Alex, give me that Fun Facts theme song. Nope. Alex, give me that Favorite Lines (laughs) theme song. Fun
1: Facts Part 2 we doing fun
3: favorite lines, fun favorite lines, doing fun favorite lines, yeah.
0: Hey, I'm going to edit out the part where I fucked up, so you got <laughs> <do laughs> no, right. no, no. No, nice to
2: do it. no-no. No,
4: now you can't no. You at least have to leave that part in where you say you're going to edit it out. Never. Because you never edit it.
0: I'll just grab one from a different episode.
5: <laughs> All right,
4: favorite you lines, go.
5: Do. I've got some, uh, two of them have already been said. Uh, one of them was the Davros is your arch enemy. Now I'll scratch his eye out. Um, and then the inaccurisms, we are looking for the smallest and tiniest guitar solo inaccurisms. (laughs) Uh, Anachronisms, but. Oh, sorry. (laughs) It's Um, it's if
1: you mix like a weird timey thing and also
5: like a, a strong bleed in your brain. And then I had two more of Missy's ones. Uh, One was, uh, see that couple over there? You're the puppy. Oh,
4: yes. Oh.
5: And then um, when she's going to open the airlock, uh, she says, you and me together. Off we go. Let's make jam. (laughs)
3: Uh, If I could say, like... If I, if I could say like a lick like a like a guitar lick is a line like just that so good. I really enjoyed that. Yeah,
2: so let's hear it.
3: Well, I, I, which, I don't which know which one.
2: <laughs> I like, tried to do it in with. the intro. I
3: tried to do it in the intro. It was real bad. <laughs> <laughs> um but but then also with the doctor when he's going to take away gravity and then Missy I know. <laughs> That was really good. Uh, and then... Oh, the dogs unmentionables. That was amazing. And maximum extermination.
2: Okay, I'll be the downer here. You have one chance in a thousand, but one is
4: all you ever need. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I he like the... Good
4: and not good, because... <laughs> well, let's not save him, but too late. Right,
0: well, the, yeah. first, the first time he says it, and he goes... Just concentrate on the one and forget about the thousand.
4: Yeah, that's all great. We didn't even talk about the screwdriver, but has he had? I'm assuming he's had the screwdriver the whole time, and anyone can use it, apparently. And what has he used it on? Maybe we'll find out.
0: He's kind of, like, while this story's happening, he's just begun remembering. That the doctor was in his past. And mm. so maybe it was just somewhere on Scarrow and he remembered where he put it and he went and got it. Because you see, time's not a straight line. It's more like <laughs> a ball of.
4: <laughs> but if that's the thing that saved him, which I guess we don't know. He should probably hold on to it a little tighter. I. But OK, maybe we'll see more.
3: I really do like how uh, that line that Sam just said, like the, you have a one in a thousand chance to survive. Like that line kind of encompasses the whole drive of the Daleks. Like they're, they're really just more of a, like a survival machine. And, but their mode of survival is destroying everything. So that's just, it's, I don't know. It's really cool writing, I think for that.
2: Oh, this has nothing to do with favorite lines, but why did Clara have to run? Before they would exterminate her.
1: For fun, sir. They, I think they
0: actually like talk that out. They're like... Yeah. Dad well, Ross is went. like sportscasting it while it's happening. Yeah, the, yeah well,
2: but that's never been a thing before where they waited for their enemy to run. Because they are were the talking about Hunter and the Prey. And that's but there are,
0: there are a million scenes throughout Doctor Who where a Dalek is in a room just not shooting everybody and instead they're like just kind of waiting to see what happens so this is kind of a little retcon of all those times a dalek like eventually shot someone at the end of a scene this can be a way to you know poo-poo that explain it yeah
2: so if clara would have just laid down in the middle of the floor do you think she'd still be there
0: I don't no. know. They're not bears. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Eventually, they probably just... All uh, right, they're not
0: T-Rexes, it. or if you're super still, they, don't, they can't see you. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I really loved Missy's intro line. It's the long one, but I'll read it. Cutting to the chase. Not dead. Back. Big surprise. Never mind. I'm in a lovely little square in one of your, oh, I don't know, hot countries. There's a light breeze coming from the east. This coffee is a buzz monster in my brain, and I'm going to need eight snipers. <laughs> I just love how random it is, and it's it's just all-encompassing to what's missy.
3: And it's like the fastest catch-up absolutely like like if you're watching that for the first time like you maybe not understand
0: but like you get it like okay this person's crazy yeah and that's kind of a little nod to classic who too because there were times where the story would end with the master like burning in a ball of fire and then five stories later he's just in it and it's just like oh i survived don't worry whatever (laughs) (laughs) it's not even mentioned How's your boyfriend? <laughs>
1: <laughs> many, many oofs. And then she says something about death. It was great. I kind of got a chuckle off of it. Well, I mean, it's pretty dark, but I got a chuckle out of it.
3: Wasn't it like, how's your boyfriend still incredibly dead?
1: That's it. Yeah. Verbatim. But I, I like that Clara doesn't give her an inch. She just goes, yep, still dead. Their entire conversation could have been like the best line. Oh, she says death is for other people. Or death is what other people do. Yeah, something like that.
2: Verbatim.
0: Verbatim. (laughs) First try. Don't look it up. (laughs) (laughs) And then also near the end when Davros is talking to the doctor and he's telling him, you know, about how shitty he is. (laughs) And the doctor goes, you flatter me. And Davros says, pity. I intended to accuse
3: Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Vote.
5: I'm going to vote for Anachronisms. I'm going to vote for
1: the Guitar Lick.
2: Yes, same. (laughs) One chance in a thousand.
4: I'm also going to do one chance in a thousand. Ah. What,
0: Jill? You are my only hope to have a good one. I'm going I was going to say I've not turned good but I'm going with gravity. I know. <laughs> like just just like the implications behind it is like I'm not a fucking idiot. I, I just it, it like totally encapsulates Missy's character. Yes.
2: Jake, last week's podcast where you added the tangerine line by the doctor is amazing. Can you add Missy's uh she's not turned good line? I've not turned good.
0: Uh, maybe, but thanks for listening to the podcast.
2: <laughs> Anytime, Jake. Favorite ah. podcast,
0: <laughs> Alex, even that MVP theme song.
3: MVP, the MVP, we got the
0: MVPs. Jill, who's your MVP? I
4: don't want to do Missy, but I do. Did I do Missy last week? I don't remember, but Missy. I don't know. It was tied was... two to two to two last week. Oh. that helped at all. I might have gone Capaldi last week.
0: Well, Missy wasn't in the last one.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, that was that was the
0: Christmas one.
4: Yeah, you're right. Forgot about the Christmas one. Okay, so definitely Missy, Michelle.
0: Um, I do want to say Michelle Gomez was just cast in like a pretty big show. There's some kind of like flight attendant show i don't know if it takes place in the past but it stars kirsten dunst i think that's like already had its trailer out and is airing soon and they just added michelle gomez to the cast so i don't know if they're like still shooting the first season and have added her to it but she got on a big show wow nice i want to say it's like on peacock or one of the
5: oh yeah 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 terry I am gonna go with Davros, played by Julian Bleach, I believe you said.
0: And that's him. Cody.
1: Michelle Rodriguez. Not in this. Michelle (laughs) Gomez.
0: Guy, can you imagine?
1: What's, What's Missy's name?
0: Michelle Gomez. Michelle Gomez. Now I'm just imagining a Doctor Who and Fast and the Furious uh mashup. Oh
1: that's that's right. I was trying to figure out who the heck Michelle Rodriguez was. <laughs> Sam. Let's make it happen.
2: Yeah, I'll go with Michelle Gomez.
3: Alex. I'm going with Peter Capaldi. Like he he he's he's killing it.
0: Yeah, but um I've said it before. I will (laughs) always pick Michelle Gomez when Michelle Gomez is in the story. So my pick is Michelle Gomez.
3: I'm not saying it was bad. Like, she was very good, but also Peter Capaldi was too.
2: I've never given it to her before, so it it was time.
5: Phrasing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Had to give it to her.
5: Ooh, one more thing. I really loved Clara's jacket in this. It like gave her yeah. a really fun, like I boss like, lady edge type of. I like her jacket. Quality.
0: I like the jacket. I like the motorcycle. I don't like how the jacket went with the rest of the outfit. True, True.
5: but a lot of her shots was from the waist up.
0: Yeah, so. it is now time for the Doctor Who Trivial Pursuit slash Doug Benson Movie Game game where I will ask everyone a question from Dr. Retrieval Pursuit at random. They might be really easy. They might be really hard. Everyone gets a chance to go first, second, third, fourth, and fifth. If the person first gets it wrong, the next person gets four multiple choice. If they get it wrong, the next person gets to guess and so on and so on. Alex, you won last week. Um, Oh, you guys wanted me to, like, randomize it. Okay, so I randomly drew everyone's... Or the order. And it's going... Terry, Jill, Sam, Alex, Cody. Boom. Ooh, I'm in the sweet spot.
2: Hey. And before Alex, we gooch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Did someone write that order down? <laughs> don't you have it in front of you? Uh, I don't think of you as people, so I assign you numbers.
4: Oh. <laughs> I'm number two. That's all I know. Terry Jill I stopped listening there Terry oh, Jill damn
5: <laughs> Alex Cody
0: Okay I got it Terry you are first are you ready uh, What American national monument did the master have his face carved into when he took over the world Mount
5: Rushmore Oh that's correct Come yeah. on easy question some of them that's, are easy
4: That just gives it to you
5: Thank you thank you
2: Well, the past three weeks, I've given Terry half of the correct answer, and he's gotten them all wrong. Shush. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm impressed.
0: Uh, Jill, you get to continue your streak of having impossible questions.
4: Oh, good.
0: (laughs) What was the name of the fancy, the ship that Henry Avery stole and renamed?
4: (laughs) Alex, you're good with stupid names. Can I phone a friend? i have no idea can't even guess
0: uh so sam your four multiple choice are
4: oh i know it
0: (laughs) um henry the third henry the eighth charles the second charles the third
2: henry the eighth
0: incorrect
1: Alex. oh baby give me the points Alex, well, your turn.
2: turn so.
1: <laughs> He'll get it wrong. It's fine.
3: <laughs> Man, I hate a multiple choice that was like this on tests. Where it's like just minimal differences. Uh, I'm going to go. I'll go Henry the third.
0: Incorrect. Mm, <clears throat> Cody. Yo. Mm. Would you like me to repeat? <laughs> yes. Did you hear yeah.
1: That? yeah, I heard that. That was a Canoe. Oh,
0: that was a funny noise. <laughs> Henry the third, Henry the Eighth, Charles the II, Second, Charles the Third. Charles the obviously. That's correct. What episode was that from? Uh Cody's favorite episode with the one pirate that he likes. Yeah, I was wondering if it was from that. Okay. Arr. Sam, it is your turn. In the episode Dalek Very apropos of today's episode. Who did Blue (laughs) Division security guards work for?
2: Uh, Torchwood? And multiple choice.
0: Alex? Yes. Is it Mavic Chen, Victor Kennedy, Henry Van Staten, Or Blonde Felfach Pasimir de Slitheen. What was the third one? Henry Van Staten. That one. That's correct. Yes. Well done. That one. (laughs) Well, I didn't want to say it wrong and then have it moved on. (laughs) Terry has a point. Alex has a point. Cody has a point. Alex, it's your turn to go first. Give it to me. Hmm. The doctor offered to take Amy and Rory to the very first Olympic Games as a wedding gift. What year did they take place? Okay. 2012? Uh. (laughs) No? (laughs) No?
4: The very first Olympic Games?
3: Oh, I thought, wait. Oh, I was thinking of the tenant one. Oh, shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. <laughs> i okay. will i will allow you to answer again because you're not going to get it so it doesn't matter so they took them to the first is this an episode i don't remember this
4: as a wedding present I don't think they actually show them there though i don't think so
0: that it, it the question just says the doctor offers
4: mm. that's not a who question at I'm, all. Gonna,
3: I'm gonna say like 700 i don't know
0: how long has it been going? <laughs> it seems like forever. <laughs>
4: Cody.
2: Oh, it's still
0: well, Cody, your multiple choice are 776 BC oh. 726 BC <laughs> 776 AD or 726 AD
1: Uh, uh, I was really close. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) right. Insane. Insane. (laughs) I'm going to guess 726 A.D.
5: Terry, your chance. I'm going to go with 776 A.D. Jill, your chance. (laughs)
4: 726 B.C. Sam. Oh, oh,
1: get your point baby
0: but what was it
2: seven what 726 is that the multiple choice
0: the multiple choice are 776 bc 726 bc
2: 726 bc s- what the second one
0: everyone got it wrong <laughs>
2: <laughs> no damn <laughs> Wait, did you just say seven twenty-seven? I, I guess that. Jill one. just said seven twenty-six. Seven twenty-six
4: BC. Oh, I thought you said seventy-six. Didn't. No, but that that's a weird. garbage question anyway. I think Alex gets redo.
3: So what happens if we all get it wrong? Do we just redo that round?
4: I think we redo it because it's not a who question.
3: I what, should he, get the points because I was really fucking close. <laughs> <laughs> you were fourteen hundred years off. Yeah, yeah,
1: you weren't as
0: close <laughs> as you thought. It I was did. BC.
3: Well, I, oh well, I guess I just said seven hundred. I mean, I had a true. number. That's close.
0: I had yeah, a number. Originally said twenty twelve. <laughs> 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 Alex. Yeah. What year is it when the ninth Doctor encounters Charles Dickens and the Gelf in the Unquiet Dead?
1: there's a throwback Mm.
3: can i ask well no you're not gonna tell me uh 1456
0: i have no idea (laughs) you're as far away as your last one (laughs) so really close because fuck you because you're 1400 (laughs) years off
1: um (laughs) Cody. out of thousands of years that's
3: pretty <laughs> wait, wait a eight. minute
0: 1456
1: so it was actually the year 2800 no what? It's,
0: it's not I was I was uh exaggerating <laughs> for effect <laughs> okay Cody your multiple choice are 1859 1869 1879 1909 I mean I want to pick
1: 1869 because a but i'm gonna go with uh what was the last one no 79 1879
5: terry i'll go with 1869 that's correct fuck yeah. you i'm out
0: <laughs> well it's Moffitt writing it why wouldn't it be that no that was the first season when Mar- Moffitt was not the showrunner and that was a um. mark gatus episode Moffat told him that. And the reason it was 1969 or 1869 is because that's the year Charles Dickens dies, not because they're being perverted. Oh, they're (laughs) being perverted. Hey, man.
1: He could have died any year. They just told us 69 because that's that's his boys, you know, keeping his memory
0: alive. Cody. Yo. Your chance to get on the board. I'm on the board. Your chance to tie Terry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Who has the other one? Terry has two. Cody has one. Cody. What part of the Corsair was stitched onto Auntie aboard house? Easy. I don't even
1: understand what you just said. (laughs) Fucking easy. (laughs) What part of the Corsair Give me the question one more time.
0: What, What part of the Corsair was stitched onto Auntie a board house, and the answer is very specific. Ooh. So, if you, it, I may ask your answer to be more specific if it's not specific enough. Left ear, good guess, but it was the dude that had a left ear sewn on him, and it was from an alien. God, um, Terry, what? your chance to run away with it. What? heart of the corsair was stitched on the auntie aboard house right arm left arm right leg left leg left arm that's correct three points for terry Yay. that's
5: like the first time i've won this game it's the second
0: time you got a point
2: time you got a point
0: okay alex give me that paper crumpling theme song this has been Mary to who's episode on the magician's apprentice if you would like to follow us on our social medias you can do that on twitter at married to who pod on instagram at married to who um, you can email us at married to who at gmail.com if you want to listen to this podcast in any different way you can do so on spotify apple Podcasts, google play or our website married to uh, on behalf of myself jake Cody Sam, Jill and Alex, and Producer Terry. Thank you for listening. Please join us next time for The Witches Familiar. (laughs)